Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode four of A Careless Whisper. On this episode today, we will be talking about lots of different horror subjects while I walk along uh, the forest here in North Bay, Ontario. So sit back, enjoy, relax, and have a great time. Thank you for listening. All right, you beautiful people of Spotify, Anchor, and any other place you can listen to this podcast live. Well, not live, but you know what I mean. Welcome to episode four. Today, I am walking along the trail of North Bay, Ontario. A trail, I should say. Uh, And we're going to be talking about lots of horror movies. And, uh, you know, we will be talking a little bit about wrestling. I mean, there are some things to talk about. I mean, wrestling's been not... You know, too rampant since COVID, but we will kind of talk about some things. No song of the day today, um, unfortunately. This is my first uh, recording in almost three months. Um, I guess I'll start off here by talking about my absence. Um, there has been reasons why I've been so absent. Uh, I'd say like the first couple weeks, uh, I was having problems with Anchor. Uh, it was not working for a couple of weeks. I'd say like two and a half weeks. I was having nothing but problems getting an episode recorded. I was doing a solo cast, had problems uh, with that. Recorded a whole solo cast, and then all of a sudden it just got deleted. Tried to record another solo cast, and it would not let me for whatever reason. I stopped for about a week. Tried again the next week uh, to do a episode four with Brett, and uh, we got about five minutes in, and then all of a sudden Anchor just kept crashing. So I don't know. There's been some kind of curse on episode four, obviously, because they have not wanted me to um, record, obviously, um, which is unfortunate. But now I am here with episode four. Very excited to bring it to you. You know, I would count this maybe as like episode five because I did episode 2.5. I technically have four episodes up already, but I don't count 2.5 as an episode uh, because it doesn't usually follow. It doesn't really follow the usual format. Neither will this one. But, but, uh, whatever, (laughs) this is my first episode back in like three months. So yeah, I just didn't have the COVID blues and wanted to do this podcast. You know, I, I, I feel a lot of podcasters, quote unquote podcasters, uh, a lot of people started these podcasts when COVID hit and now that COVID's kind of slowing down a little bit and normal life is kind of not really getting back to normal. Um, Everybody's just giving up on their podcasts. There's a lot of people that just have podcasts that have like five episodes and then people just stopped because people are getting back to their normal life and they're like, well, we just did this because we were bored. And then you get invested and then you're like, damn, they just gave up on it. I don't want to be one of those people. I want to be someone that actually brings the careless whisper um, a good time. So that's what I want to do. I want to bring a good time into a careless whisper and I want to just have fun with it. Uh, Do what I can with it and make it work well. I'm going to try to keep this episode under an hour um, for many reasons, but mostly for the reason that I do not have Wi-Fi where I am, so I can't really save this. I don't know how it's going to be on saving this and then trying to uh, re-bring it into another one. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Because I really don't want to, you know, record this part and I try to record part two because I went over an hour. And then all of a sudden, the first part just disappears. And I only have the second part. That will piss me off quite a bit. <laughs> so basically, yeah, long baseball scene. Sorry, I had to end this really quick. Um, well, pause it really quick because, um, I don't know, something's going on with my phone. So, fun times. Anyways, I had a long baseball scene. And they, I mean, when I say long, it's like a good, like... 10 minute long scene of these guys just playing baseball and it's great i love it but the best part comes where uh these two guys on the opposite teams just really don't get along one of them is the brother of the killer which ends up being the girl spoiler alert (laughs) but uh the one guy just goes to the brother he's like uh or like his cousin or whatever anyways he's like eat shit and die and then uh the the brother or cousin just goes no Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> it is the best. It's just 
Alright, so you know what, I think I'm going to start with a little bit of wrestling, um, <clears throat> because, why not, because most of this episode is going to be focused on horror, so why not give a little bit of attention to wrestling, um, local at least, a lot of uh, wrestling companies have been doing uh, drive-in shows, if you guys haven't uh, been realizing, these outdoor social distancing drive-in shows, and this is a great way to still have wrestling shows, obviously WWE, AEW, uh, and Impact, you know, they have implemented having empty arenas, but obviously independent companies can't afford to get their own goddamn arena and not fill it, you know, it's even hard for independent companies to get a hall, why would they book a hall and not be able to fill it, or only be able to fill it with like 25 people, just kind of pointless. So, uh, you know, a lot of these people have been running outdoor events, which is really good. You know, GCW has been doing it. Uh, most importantly, local new school wrestling. They did, uh, uh, I just called it drive-ins and drop kicks. I think it actually had a longer name, but I just called it drive-ins and drop kicks. Um, very good show. Shout out to uh, all the wrestlers on this show who put on a phenomenal event. I heard it was really good. Uh, shout out to Safe Travis Moore and uh, Young Love, now known as Andrew Love. Young Love's growing up. Uh, yeah, now known as Andrew Love. He uh, changed his name up, and these two guys apparently had a brutal, brutal match, which I'm really happy to hear about. Also, shout out to Anton Alexif and, oh, I pronounced your name right, and Evan Greenway. You know, just got to shout out another HPW guy. And a guy that I've supported for a long time. Even before I started wrestling, I've supported this guy. Uh, and I continue to support him even after uh, I've started wrestling. Gotta support your, your buddies, you know. That's how it is. Uh, but yeah, congrats to NSW, who still managed to put on a great show. You know, no, they didn't put the world title on the line, and they still had an amazing show. So, kudos to them. But yes, uh, so a lot of these places have been doing that, those shows, which has been really smart, uh, a really smart way to continue to run wrestling whilst pandemic goes. Uh, let everyone come in their cars, socially distance in their cars, which is great. Um, on kind of my side of wrestling, uh, I haven't wrestled since February, uh, since the pandemic. Uh, early February is when I last wrestled. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that is what it is, but my training academy, HPW, Hamilton Pro Wrestling Academy, uh, or they run shows just as under Hamilton Pro Wrestling, they've been doing Academy Wars, so what they do here is they have matches inside the, uh, the training academy, uh, and they don't have any fans there, um, and they have the wonderful Bill Chase, uh, doing commentary, you know, we had Academy Awards 1, which had a couple of great matches. You know, you got, uh, sorry if I mistake some of these matches. Uh, I, I watched them all, but I might be forgetting now that I'm on the spot. Uh, had great matches like Marcus Gold II, my tag partner, my buddy, against Jax Williams, continuing our little feud. We had right before COVID. Uh, we had Ron T. Legend taking on the HPW champion Mike Forte for the title. Uh, we had Tyler Arrow versus Travis Moore. And then we had Evan Greenway versus um, Adrian A-Star and Clash Kincaid, which was also a great match. So I guess cars just driving by there. Uh, but yes, uh, but the big news is we are having Academy Wars Episode 2, which um, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how many matches are going to happen. I don't know if it's just going to be this one match. Uh, but it is between Corey Stone and, uh, not almost said safe Travis Moore. Not safe anymore. Uh, he's just Travis Moore now. Uh, more Travis Moore, baby. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they've had some beef on the internet. And uh, Rip Impact told them to settle it. In the HPW Academy ring. So that's what they're apparently going to do. 
So we're getting Academy Wars episode two. Corey Stone, the creepy dad. The, uh, the, uh, oh, I don't remember the other name that people gave him. But, uh, I guess, uh, Trippy Travis Moore. It's gonna be, gonna be a brutal, intense match, and I cannot wait for it, to be honest. I think it's gonna blow some people's minds. And, you know, we might get more matches as well. You don't know. Stay tuned. More announcements, maybe. You never know. With this COVID thing, wrestling is very unpredictable. Of course, WWE, AEW, and Impact doing great right now. Impact really shining out. They're, they've become like the underdogs. Um, consistently always putting on good shows. Uh, you know, AEW. Uh, I feel like AEW is taking the biggest hit. Maybe not in their product. But, you know, right before COVID, they were a brand new company. And all of a sudden, COVID hits and now they're kind of fucked. So it's like, what do they really do now? So I feel like AEW, in that sense, took the biggest hit. Uh, WWE, of course, doing great with what they got, in my opinion. You know, they've had some ups and downs. Love what they're doing with Raw Underground. It's different. You know, people hated on it immediately. Didn't even give it a chance. These are the same people that every week go, We want new stuff. Sick of seeing the same old things. So here, you get Raw Underground. Oh, we're sick of this bullshit. Like, come on. Come on. One weekend and you guys are good. But you're complaining you want new stuff. How about you sit down and actually let it run its course and see how it goes? Because you never know. If you just don't even give something a chance, how can you, you know, know how it's going to turn out? If you don't even give it a chance. Um, you know, SmackDown. Still pretty good. You know, SmackDown's doing all right. NXT, of course, they're doing, I think, the best out of everything all wrestling wise uh maybe up there with impact though there might be a close tie with impact um nxt's been doing great uh one thing i do like is aew dark uh with aew at least um because it just gives a lot of shots to all these local guys right now and it's really good for them you know we've been seeing great guys and like even some of them who are just supposed to be like probably one-off jobbers have now hate using the word jobbers but but they are. <laughs> that they're being used as, you know, some of them have came out and like kind of started breaking out on their own. Uh, example, Pineapple Pete, aka Sugar Dunkerton. But yeah, so I I discovered Sleepaway Camp. And then I discovered <laughs> the oh so lovely um <laughs> Ooh, this one was difficult. I believe it was called 1989 Chicago Warriors. I'm not even really going to get into it. It was... Oh. It was trash. <laughs> That's all that really needs to be said about that. It was uh, it was terrible, cheesy uh, 80s movie. And I barely paid attention to it though. After about an hour. Because I was like, this movie's still fucking playing. And it, uh, it's just terrible. The the fight of the choreography is just choreography is just trash <laughs> just fucking trash oh it's bad uh they actually took it off shutter um because they have a little thing of like movies leaving shutter watch them before they go and uh they, they were taking it off shutter <laughs> i was like well no surprise because this is barely this how is this a horror movie for one and for two, it's trash. <laughs> and like the the protagonist is like a part of this biker gang. And his clothes are just way too fucking tight for his body. Like, I'm not even saying like way too tight. Like way too tight. Like this guy is walking like someone shoved a stick up his ass like Tyler from 13 Reasons Why. It's just so simple, but like effective uh, for a little bit of humor. Eat shit and live, Bill. And, like, I can't do justice by the way he says it. He just says it in the most mocking, cocky, comical demeanor. It's, like, it should be an instant classic, classic saying. Like, I wish I grew up hearing more people say this because it's great. Eat shit and die. No. Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> it's just so fucking good. Oh, fuck. 
But anyways, yeah, so shit goes down and sleepaway camp. And people die. And it's so funny about sleepaway camp. Because sleepaway camp is called sleepaway camp because the movie in the first one, the summer camp is called sleepaway camp. After the first movie, none of the camps are ever called sleepaway camp. And the second one, it's like a camp that's like one over from sleepaway camp. But it's never actually, you know, there's a sleepaway camp's only in the first one. You know, I think the new, the fourth one or whatever, they uh, remake Sleepaway Camp um, and rename it, and it's got new owners, and it's for like, I remember they try to do like, uh, they put, oh no, this is the third one. It's for like, they put uh, people of low class and then people of high class. Because in the first one, the killer, which is the girl, and I can't remember her fucking name, of course. But the girl is a camper in the first one at Sleepaway Camp. The second one, she's a camp counselor. She, you know, came back from the mental institution that she went to. And now she's a camp counselor at this place next door to Sleepaway Camp. And then in the third one, it's Sleepaway Camp. We're back at Sleepaway Camp, but it's renamed. And, uh... They do, it's like basically for social media, but social media is not actually around them. It's for like television, where they do, like here's a bunch of kids that grew up in poverty. Here's a bunch of kids that grew up in rich neighborhood. Put them together. What do you get? A big fuck ton of deaths. <laughs> That's basically what you get. <laughs> uh, my favorite guy is uh, the black dude with the gun. <laughs> I just like him. He, he's, he's the best character in that third one. In my opinion, uh, I just love how uh, she comes in, the killer, uh, before she like, kills people again. And she, the reason why she kills him is because she's trying to talk to him, turn the music down. And he's, he's just such a dick. He's like, what? And then she's trying to talk. She's like, I know you. And he just, before she can even finish her sentence, he just turns up the music even more. He's like, what? And I'm like, oh, fucking dick. I love him so much, though. Uh, he, he's my favorite character in the movie. Um, so yes, Sleepaway Camp is great, and the fourth one needs to be added to Shudder ASAP because I really need to see it again. Uh, well, not again. I need to see it for the first time. I guess technically the second time because I watched it in a kill count, and you're pretty much watching the whole movie packed in about 15 minutes. So, basically watch it in 15 minutes. But I just want to... I just want to hear the fat kid, the main character, the fat kid. Uh, it's not, I just want to hear him say, uh, your ass stinks to everybody. That's literally his comeback. He's like, your ass stinks. <laughs> well, like, meanwhile, like, he's like the grossest fucking kid. Like, he says their ass stinks, but this guy is wearing the same fucking white t-shirt the whole movie. And it's just like, it brown by the end of the movie. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> but, uh, apparently it's everyone else's ass that stinks. Um, my favorite kill in Sleepaway Camp, it's tough. They do have some really good kills. My favorite kill has to be the double kill that they do. And I think that's in Sleepaway Camp 2. Uh, where these two camp counselors get pretty fucked up uh, with some barbed wire. And uh, basically, the one guy gets his, his dick uh, tied to a rope. And... Uh, this bitch gets scared because he's screaming. She goes to drive away, but the rope's tied to the Jeep. Surprise, surprise. Uh, she goes to drive off and just tears his fucking cock off. And then she drives, because it's like an open conception Jeep, so it's like, a, you know, there's no roof and stuff. She drives right into like a huge line of barbed wire and just fucking demolishes her face. Poor girl. Her face is... <laughs> but yeah so that's probably one of my favorite deaths you know it's brutal um you know because the guy dies out from cock bleeding and the uh the girl dies out because she just well she just fucking dies <laughs> not good <laughs> oh i'm laughing 
because <laughs> the guy got his fucking cock ripped off. <laughs> it's just like, it's the stupidest but best kill uh, in the entire movie, uh, in my opinion. I think in the entire series. But yeah. You know, he gets obliterated every match, but somehow he started really getting this fan following. And his little shtick with Taz hating him is great. You know, you got Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison's doing amazing. He's starting to get a little fan following on his own, you know. That might be a little help due to Brody Lee. <laughs> Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> or I don't know if it's Brody Lee. Was it, uh, was it Brody Lee or was it Stu Grayson? Yeah, it was one of them. I mean, they're saying, <laughs> who the fuck is Brody Lee? <laughs> or, no. <laughs> uh, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? It's one of my favorite fucking wrestling memes. Uh, this year, it's great. Uh, <laughs> and someone made a custom Titan Tron. It, <laughs> it just starts with <laughs> stupid. <laughs> who the fuck is Griff Garrison? And then Griff's theme just starts playing. <laughs> I'm like, this should be his actual theme. They should just make this his actual theme. Like, they're not going to change much. They just got to put it in the beginning. <laughs> Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? But no, that's, I don't think that's the actual way he started getting a little popularity. Um, I think the real way he started getting popularity was the, the whole MJF thing. Calling him Jungle Man. Uh, you know, it's pretty great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's a good time. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to try to do this all in one take. Um... I usually, when I usually record these, I record them in segments, so I'll do like, song of the day, and then I'll do the next part of the video that adds into the podcast, and it'll be horror, and I do the next part, and it's usually wrestling that I end off with. I'm just going to try to do this in all one take, because what I said before, I don't want to end something, and then I end up being gone forever, and I don't got it, which is also why I want to try to do this episode under an hour, because, well, I don't want shit deleting on me, because I'm going to be really pissed if I try to you know, bring back Careless Whisper just for it to delete again and give me the same problems that I had when I was originally trying to do episode four. Because that would suck. Big time. Um, so yes. Um, not good. But anyways, let me continue here. Uh, we're going to move on from wrestling in a sec after uh, I bring in a little thing. Marcus Gold the second. Marcus Gold the second. I got to give pr- big props to my buddy Brett for... Uh, Moving on from Marcus Gold II, uh, in terms at least. Um, just keep your eye out for Marcus Gold, because Marcus Gold is no longer, and uh, a change of face is happening. So on that, keep your eyes open, guys, because I promise you, you're going to see a brand new man from Brett. All right. And on that note, we're finally moving on for wrestling. Let's get into horror. Let's get into all the goodness that is spine-tangling horror. Because, man, I've been watching a lot of it lately. Uh, you know, I was, I was originally was watching a movie. I, don't even, I believe it was called the Silence or something like that. I don't even remember the name. This was three months ago once again. And uh, this was originally going to be study material uh, that I was going to use, and then I was going to talk about the movie in the fourth episode. That was the original plan um, of my podcast. I was going to just talk about this movie and how good it was. I was going to be my next horror segment in the solo cast. You know, I, I even wrote down like a bunch of the character names, and I had all that shit written down because I have a fucking shitty um, memory, so I always write stuff down just in case I forget some of the characters' names, because I want to be precise in my review of the movie, but here's a simple review to this movie. It was shit. <laughs> Garbage. I watched about half of it, and then I thought, oh, maybe it's almost over. Nope. There's still, like, another hour and a half left. I'm like, god damn. This movie was long, boring. I don't even think I got through half of it. I think I got through, like, 30, I think the movie was about two hours. I think I got through maybe like 30 minutes of it, and it already felt like I was sitting through this movie for about an hour and a half at this point. So at this point, I was just like, God, make it end. <laughs> Please make it end. I do not want to see any more of this movie. I just got to stop watching it, and uh, I was going to find a different movie to watch. And then I was like, okay, fuck it. I just want to do a podcast. So that's when I tried to do the original Soul Cast. 
and I was gonna shitstorm and shit all over this movie, which I'm kind of doing now. <laughs> uh, it's not actually called The Silence, guys. I'm, I just actually can't remember what the movie's called. Um, it's a movie about a movie. <laughs> That's my best way to explain it. It's a movie about a movie. Basically, this guy has like, oh my god, it's three months now, so gonna be a little rusty on remembering. Uh, it's basically about this guy who's like the producer and his buddy, and they try, they're trying to make this movie based on, um, fucking some like old relic, I guess. And the one guy's kind of a douche, and he has his eye on this one girl to fill the role for the lady. And, like, he refuses to have anyone else. And, like, the other guy's trying to reason with him and be like, well, this girl doesn't want the role. Because she doesn't. She turns him down. She's like, I don't want this role. <laughs> Simple enough, right? He gets kind of creepy. He kind of, like, starts pressuring her. But she's still like, no, like, I don't want it. So they do, like, a, you know, a casting. And he basically gives them a script. And this is the best part of the movie uh, from what I watched. It was the one part that was kind of a little humorous, but cringy at the same time. Uh, he basically gives them this fake-ass script that's not actually has anything to do with this movie. And it's like some little thing he wrote off quickly about some weird little sci-fi movie that makes no sense. And basically it's like, oh, this person's giving birth to an alien, but they're still alive. And oh my god, and like, it just jump cuts through all these, um, these girls... Just being really over the top, really cringe. Playing this part of a woman giving birth to an alien. Uh, I don't know if it's out their vagina or out their fucking stomach, but either way, it's fucking cringe. Uh, so this goes on for quite a while. I think, uh, what's 30 minutes of that movie? Um, I did watch, I think, about like eight of, the, eight of the minutes were just these people embarrassing themselves. But I kind of ended it where... Um, the girl that he's trying to cast and says, no, 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 no. Finally says yes. And then I was just kind of like, all right, I, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Super bored. <laughs> so I kind of ended the movie and I kind of didn't watch it anymore, which I don't regret because I feel like I was wasted two hours of my life watching this fucking movie. And that honestly just wasn't something I really cared to do. <laughs> so I just kind of ended it. Um, also after that, I downloaded Shudder. Yes. Shudder, the Netflix for horror movies. This app is so good. Um, I was originally um, told about it. Well, not told about it. I guess it was just promoted to me by Dead Meat, which of course is James. Uh, he always does the, the promo code for Shudder. Use Dead Meat for a month free or whatever. Uh, I didn't do that because I'm an idiot. I paid full price, but you know, I don't regret paying full price for the movie, to be honest. I think this movie is very good. It's entertaining, or not movie, this uh, app is very good. It's entertaining, and it's all around very well made, which is good. I want that in a streaming service. I would be pretty peed if it was just garbage. <laughs> but yes, so... I got Shudder, and, uh, you know, I was kind of like, I want to watch all the Friday the 13th movies. They didn't have any of them. <laughs> I was like, okay, Nightmare on Elm Street, I didn't have any of them. So, I was kind of bummed out, because I'm like, oh, I want to watch the generic, you know, popular horror movies. They didn't have any of them, but they both, Shudder did have uh, two, one, one Friday the 13th and one Nightmare on Elm Street documentary. Um, the fucking Friday the 13th one is like, like 12 hours long because it's on every single fucking movie that they made for Friday the 13th. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's like four hours long. Uh, they're both very good. I watched the whole Nightmare on Elm Street one and I fell asleep like two hours into the Friday the 13th one just because it's so long and it was already like one in the morning. So I kind of just passed out. It was good from what I saw though. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street one was really good though. Uh, they really explain in depth and they, you know, they admit their errors in or errors in uh, their films, 
which I can appreciate. I can appreciate when directors can be like, yep, we fucking failed here. <laughs> uh, so that, that's good. Uh, but then I ex uh, discover more into Shudder. And I've gotten some really good movies. Uh, mostly, once again, to Dead Meat. Dead Meat is an amazing uh, YouTube channel. If you guys don't know what Dead Meat is, uh, it originally started with James. Uh, and uh, he's got his wife in. Um, I can't remember her fucking name. And they say their names every time because they do podcasts now. Oh, well, not now. They've done it for a while. But it originally started with James just doing kill counts. So he'd like review a movie, but then count up like the body count. Like, so everyone that died, he'd be like, this person died, this person died here, this is how they died. And he'd show their kills. And then at the end of the video, he'd like tally up their kills and then do like. Um, you know, oh, this was the best kill of the movie. This is the worst. Uh, and yeah, so we kind of just do that stuff. And, you know, he started with easy ones like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. And then he went on to like harder ones like The Purge and like uh, the Belko experiment. And like movies were fucking the world ends. <laughs> so it's, it's hard. Uh, like Cabin in the Woods. That's the one where he just tallies up the whole fucking world. <laughs> Uh, and he's very good at what he does because he like looks in the background and everything frame by frames it a lot of work into it he's not just looking at kills he's making sure every little kill is seen or every little death is caught and he doesn't miss which is really good for big props to James and Dead Meat of course, like I said, they also do their Dead Meat podcast. Him and his wife. I cannot remember his wife's name. And I feel like a fucking idiot because I follow her on Instagram. So, am I not the biggest dumbass in the world? Yep, I am. <laughs> uh, so sorry. If they ever listen to this, which I bet they won't, but if they ever listen to this, I am very sorry, <laughs> very sorry for forgetting your name. <laughs> Never what I wanted. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> But no, they're awesome. They're, uh, they're two of my favorite, even though I can't remember her name. They're still two of my favorite um, YouTubers and just social media influencers, I want to say. Um, but, you know, the fact that they always focus on just horror stuff is great. Because on myself, uh, who only really watches horror movies and only really reads horror books, um, that's my style, so... I definitely like what they have to offer, and I've always been big fans. I've been following Dead Meat since the inception of the channel. So it's a good time. Uh, so yeah. Damn. So anyways, let me get back to Shudder and stop, uh, stop getting sidetracked here. Um, so yes, I discovered Shudder. And like I said, I couldn't find the two things, but then I started discovering some movies I've never even heard of or knew existed. One... Um, for a matter of fact, my mom even knew what it was, and she hates horror movies. I can't believe I've never heard of this uh, until Dead Meat did a kill count on it. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Yes, the Sleepaway Camp series. It is weird, <laughs> but good. <laughs> Not great, but good. <laughs> um, it's Honestly, it's kind of just your run-at-the-mill slasher flick. I mean, when I say run-at-the-mill, very run-at-the-mill. Like, teens dying at a summer camp from this crazy-ass bitch who, you know, in the, in the first movie, she's this person, and then in the next two movies, she's someone totally different, and there's apparently a fourth movie out now, but I have not seen it. So, I gotta get on that. But Shudder, you gotta get on putting it on your, uh, your service because it ain't even on there. So, please get to putting it on there because I would love to see... It, even though I've already seen the kill count for it. But I like to watch it uh, with my own perspective. And I would like to see uh, that fat kid say your ass stinks every five minutes. <laughs> but no. Uh, and James mentioned this in Dead Meat. Uh, the first movie's great. So great. <laughs> and it is one of the best comebacks. Uh, so they have this long baseball scene and Subway Camp 1. And it's best. James mentions it, in it, mentions it in his video. But I just want to take a separate time and mention it. 
not everyone is just fucking killing each other. There's actually some civilization, kind of, not really. Uh, but yeah, the big boss guy is basically at this table with, I think they're called like the 10 or something. And they're like the 10 executives of this law firm. Which, that's their office building, by the way. It's a law firm. And uh, Glenn gets fired from the law firm. Thanks to her, his manager, who she fucked up something, put the blame on him, and he got canned. Probably because she sucked him off. I don't know, they hint at it. Like, you could tell that this character, this guy, this actor, was literally so uncomfortable with the fucking clothes. Because he, like... <laughs> he was walking like Vince McMahon. Involuntarily. And he just looked so uncomfortable. Like, he had this, like, look on his face where he's just like, I'm not even going to pay enough money to wear this shit. <laughs> and, oh, my God, it was great. Uh, he's, just, he's just so uncomfortable the whole time because he's got the tightest leather jacket that he looks like he got from Baby Gap and then jeans that, like, are fucking four sizes too small. And this guy's just fucking jacked, so. Like, he's, like, one of those, like, skinny jack guys. But, like, at the same time, you, they just put him in way too small clothes. And, it's, yeah, yeah, people wore tighter clothes back then, but, like, there was a degree of too tight of clothes. And this guy was breaking the boundary by a long shot. Anyways, <laughs> let me move on. <laughs> that atrocity. Shudder does have some hit and misses. Uh, I got to watch Mayhem with uh, Glenn from Walking Dead. That was a movie. It was good, actually. Uh, I think it was actually really good. I actually think uh, it was better than Glenn's performances in The Walking Dead for the most part. And it, a lot of people probably disagree. But I thought it was really good. I thought this was a shining role for him. And I know I'm calling him Glenn from The Walking Dead. But it's because I can't remember his real name. I think it's Stephen... Yeah. Steven Yun? 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 Steven Yun? Something like that? I just rather call him Glenn. <laughs> That's what people, people know him from, unfortunately. But I feel like if he keeps having a couple more movies like this, that he's thankfully going to be able to break away from being Glenn from The Walking Dead and more into being Steven Yun from Mayhem and all these other great movies. It's pretty great. It's basically uh, he's working in an office building. Uh, with a bitch of a bo with a bitch of a manager and a cockhead of a boss, and oh, I forgot his fucking name. But uh, they have the HR guy who's just a prick. But uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Super popular actor though. And yeah, it was it was just a good time. Uh, that whole movie was very enjoyable. Uh, basically, yeah, they're working in an office building, and this. Lethal toxin gets released into the air and then all these SWAT people like shut down the building but lock these people inside for quarantine. Uh, and they basically just start, they all get these red eyes and they just start fucking raging on each other and the real emotions come out. Like they don't all kill each other. I mean, there's one scene where you can specifically see these two people fucking over a printer and they're not all killing each other. This one lady sits on a fucking printer and with her ass cheeks and just <laughs> prints off her whole ass but uh a lot of this movie is focused around killing but a lot of the background stuff it's like okay not everyone anyway sorry about that where was i uh yes it's a law firm so yep glenn gets fired uh for something that he didn't even do it was this bitch's fault uh his stupid manager so yeah uh, HR guy comes in and he just doesn't care, you know, she, uh, you know, he kind of begs and is like, this wasn't my fault. The HR guy is just kind of heartless. He's like, cool. I don't give a fuck. I'm letting you all your appointment. No matter what you say, have a good day. Goodbye. And yeah, that kind of, uh, Starts pushing him to his limit at this point. Uh, the toxins start kicking in. Uh, he gets a little rowdy. He has this 
friend throughout the beginning. He doesn't last very long in the movie. He gets killed off quite quickly, uh, which really starts sledding Glenn off uh, even more. Um, basically, just this guy. He's all like, oh, namaste and yoga bullshit. Uh, and he's kind of like Glenn's mechanism to cope and calm down, kind of. Doesn't last very long, though. Because um, Glenn punches this guy out and then leaves, but then he gets captured by the bosses. I want to say, like, security guy, head security, and, like, some two other guys. They throw him down in the basement. Also down in this basement is this, this blonde girl who ends up becoming Glenn's love acquaintance throughout the movie or whatever. Uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Uh, it's just a weird thing. Uh, this movie's weird, but in a good way. It's like, it's different. <laughs> that's, that's all I really gotta say about it. It's different. Uh, uh, anyways, he gets thrown down this basement. Uh, Glenn's friend tries to save him. He gets killed. Glenn rages, beats the fuck out of the two, uh, the goons of like the, the head security guy, kills them. And then they just start going through. They're like, we got to get up to the boss and talk to the Big Ten people and, and fight for my job back. Uh, they get a hold of a phone at some point and then ends up going to a video call with this other place that were the ones that got screwed over by the firm because of that bitchy manager bitch. <laughs> um, uh, and Glenn just kind of reveals that there's all these, that this happened and this happened. And I guess they finally lose their partnership because... They were lied to and deceived and a bunch of money was taken from them. So they're like, okay, well, fuck you guys. Uh, and this is when the boss is pissed. And then he demands for Glenn's death, basically. Demands for his death. Uh, meanwhile, Glenn is trying to figure out how to get up to the manager, the fucking bitch. Because uh, they know they need to get up to the manager to get up to the boss in the Big Ten. So, and Sue's going to... Uh, the HR guy because he has the key to get up to the next floor which gets to the manager level and then she has she's the only person with the key to get to the final level of the building which is where the big ten sit so <laughs> so yeah uh, funny story about the big ten except for the boss guy uh, these big ten are played by a bunch of Albanian actors that they thought they just grabbed but apparently they were like some of the most popular actors in the country. And because I listened to the commentary for the movie, and they said they just had him sit there and not say anything the entire movie. And they're some of the biggest actors in Albania. And they just had him sitting there doing absolutely nothing but sitting there and looking confused, sometimes angry. <laughs> I found that quite humorous. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, eventually Glenn and the girl get up. I'm just going to call the the girl Blondie, because I don't remember her name. Anyways, Glenn and Blondie eventually get to the HR office. They get in a little scuffle with like a couple of guys. Glenn gets a little fucked up. I believe he gets like his couple fingers shut off or something. Uh, he gets a little fucked up. The, the funny story about Glenn in this whole movie, Glenn gets fucked up this entire movie. Like, he gets the shit kicked out of him this entire movie. <laughs> Like, by the end of the movie, he's just covered in his own blood and other people's blood, and he's just a fucking mess. <laughs> basically, basically what I'm getting at here, he's a mess. Uh, bloody as all hell. But nonetheless, um, yeah, Glenn and Blondie get through a couple of these people. I think they finally, at this point, kill the head security guy. Uh, and then the HR guy, they have a little scuffle. He's got like this staple gun or whatever. They get the staple gun. They basically torture the shit out of him until he gives him his key card to get to the next level. I think they spare him, but they knock him out or something. Or maybe he does. No, he does die because I think they originally spare him. And then he tries to kill Blondie. And then he just like falls into death. He falls into his own death. So he basically inadvertently killed himself stupid dumbass <laughs> uh. so <laughs> this, I love this movie it's all over the place though I love it it's 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 a hectic hectic movie 
and I haven't even watched Mandy yet with Nick Cage, so I'm, that's actually the next movie, um, the next podcast, I'm coming back with some motherfucking Nick motherfucking Cage and motherfucking Mandy, because that movie's a trip, oh, also on this trail, when I was up here last year, they had a bomb shelter up here, I'm guessing they got rid of the bomb shelter, which is kind of sad, because I never really got to explore it. Huh. Fuck. That's pretty dumb. I would have liked to explore it. But I guess I will never receive that opportunity. I say boo you to that. Boo you. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyways, get up to this manager's office. And before the manager gives her secretary the key card and says don't let anyone have this hide it don't let anyone have it uh glenn and blondie do eventually get up to the managers and you know glenn has obviously a lot of frustration frustration towards her wants to kill her but he knows he needs the key card so he can't conflict of interest unfortunately so unfortunately this bitch cannot die yet um, eventually though they get the security or the, uh, the manager gives in uh, I think they do something like they trick her into thinking that he's going to kill the boss and then she could take over or some bullshit that was the deal they made. He didn't really want to make it, but he knew he had to do this. The secretary comes back, and uh, throughout this movie, the secretary gets a lot of abuse from the manager. And they just, a lot of nasty things are said to her. So she comes back, and she burnt the fucking key card. Burnt it to a crisp. Goddamn. And then the secretary ends up killing the manager. And it turns out the secretary was hired on by um, the boss. So Glenn and Blondie kill the manager because she starts fighting with them. Also, before this, the manager hires like a bunch of people that are working on her level to fight. And Glenn's basically like, okay, listen, if you want to leave, leave now. This doesn't have to do with you. But they're just all enraged and stupid. So, yeah, they quickly get killed. I'll think much more of that. They just kind of get killed. But it was a good time, I guess. So the manager is dead. The secretary is dead. And I don't remember how, but they somehow get up to the boss floor. I guess the the secretary... I think it was the secretary had a card of her own now. Or something like that. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> like I said, this movie is a mess. <laughs> but in a good way. Uh, so... Something happens, and she gets... They, they get up to the floor, but uh, this other bitch is involved. She's part of the ten, this lady. So to get in, they actually have to, like... Oh, no, it's not a key card. Sorry, guys, I'm backtracking here. I think to get in, they have to, like... they Because the ten obviously have key cards to get up there. So one of the girls there, apparently her laptop goes through the hacker... Or the, the security systems guy a lot, like... And whatever. So they convince him to hack her computer to make her come down. And uh, whatever, she comes down, the hacker dies. Uh, Glenn ends up ends up betraying the blonde girl after they already like fucked and stuff. Uh, ends up betraying her, kind of, kind of a dick move. But yeah, he ends up betraying her to, in order to it was in order to. Um, get up to the level, so basically Glenn sacrifices Blonde to this bitch. So technically there's nine on the last floor now. Um, and basically Blondie turns it around, kills the bitch, and now she wants to go after Glenn. Yikes. Uh, Glenn gets up to the floor, uh, kills the boss. I think Blondie quickly gets up, tries to kill Glenn. They end up making up. Glenn signs over to 
take over the company. However, he just sells the company, like immediately, <laughs> in a in a, a outro dialogue. He announced that he's just selling the company for a bunch of money, and now he can retire and not have to work. And that's kind of just how it ends. <laughs> this movie's a mess, <laughs> but it's like a beautiful disaster, honestly. It's like yes, <laughs> it's all over the place and crazy, but. That's the charm about this movie. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And that's what I like about it. Uh, also listening to the audio commentary on this movie. You could tell the director and Steven Yeun had a very good time filming this movie. They have good chemistry together. Steven Yeun was sick but was a trooper and made it through. He even points out the points in the movie where he kind of just looks uncomfortable. And this is like this was actually most, most of the scenes were before the outbreak happened. And he talks about how uncomfortable he was and how shitty he felt and how he couldn't shit for like two weeks or whatever. <laughs> he was just real, really in discomfort. <laughs> Which is not so funny, but they, they add humor to it. They, 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 they humor themselves about it, so I'm making it humorous. But yeah, Mayhem. Great movie. This kind of all, I guess this whole podcast kind of led up to a Mayhem review. Really good movie, guys. I know I kind of spoiled it, but I do a really shitty job at spoiling this movie because I forgot all the characters' names and all their kind of motives, and I might even fuck some, some things up. So, go and give it a watch on your own, if you have Shudder. And if you don't have Shudder, then what are you waiting for? Download Shudder. Download it today. You can download it on your mobile device, Xbox One, Roku, probably lots of other streaming boxes. Go and download it. It's like $6 a month or something like that. And it's like $5.99 a month. Get it now while it's cheap because I think when Shutter starts to blow up, which I think it will, I think the price is going to skyrocket. Yeah. So get it while you can, while it's cheaper because, yeah. Or use Dead Meat's code. I don't know if there's still <laughs> code still available, but you never know. They always do it, so don't miss out. Well, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening to A Careless Whisper, episode four. I think I'm going to end it off now. It's been a great time uh, talking about whatever, just having a good time. I enjoy being back. Uh, episode five finally will come. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to the special guest we talked about. I'll have to see. I'll have to talk with Sabrina Kyle and see if she wants to come back. Talk to her about episode five. If not, I will get make sure to get Brett on for episode five at the very least, and we'll shoot the shit. Maybe we'll watch something together and then review it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll, uh, I'll talk him into watching the shit show that is Mandy with Nicolas Cage. 